Hey, everyone. We want to take a moment to tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, Roosevelt. You may know Roosevelt as the company who makes those rad, all-over print button-downs with just about every franchise that you love. They, of course, have Star Wars, because this is a Star Wars podcast, but they also have Harry Potter, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, NASA, WWE, The Office, Nickelodeon, Rick and Morty, Friends, all kinds of other stuff, including new lines from Yellowstone and The Godfather. And not just button-downs, but t-shirts. They do shorts, jackets, hoodies, koozies, flannels, so many different kinds of items, so many dope designs. So if you're interested in picking something up for the first time, go to rsvlts.com and use promo code THANKTHEMAKER with no spaces to get 20% off your first purchase. Once again, that's rsvlts.com. Use promo code THANKTHEMAKER to get 20% off of your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there and welcome to Thank the Maker, a podcast about heroes, princesses, scoundrels, hokey religions, ancient weapons, and all things far, far away. <laughs> That's Star Wars. My name is Adam Russell. Hey, this is Nick Ambarian. Hey, what's up? It's Mike Forster. What did we just watch in the latest episode of Star Wars Television? Are we doing this again? I'm, I'm like struggling to be like, was that the best episode I've ever seen? Like, what is going on? Dude, okay. Mm, it's going to be tough tough to to rate these episodes and pick a favorite but i can say personally in my opinion definitively this is the like most pivotal groundbreaking like clear demarcation in star wars between the star wars we knew before and the star wars in the future Mm -hmm. like we've crossed some kind of threshold yeah. Am I wrong? I felt that way. No, I mean it's it definitely seems like just the the going back to the first episode we're just like we're going there's another galaxy. Cool. The the world is our oyster now. The galaxy is our oyster. It's a big ass oyster. Finn wants to talk. Even Finn yeah. is I'm, I'm very <laughs> You got to get your howler under control, man. Yeah. Come here, howler. Let's get Dude. a special guest. Wow. Okay. So obviously we're talking about Ahsoka part 6 far far away. I'd like to just say at the top there's never been a more meta thing in Star Wars in the <laughs> yeah, past 40-some-odd right. years that was delivered with this level of, like, grace or something. Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, I, I don't know what other word to use. It was just, like, beautiful. I instantly Purposeful. teared up. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I... Uh, it was kind of they didn't give you enough time to react to Hu Yang saying in a galaxy far, far away. And then the episode was called Far, Far Away. I'm like, yes, OK, it just happened. And I love it. And it goes back to our whole thing with this, with what we say on this show about Star Wars. Right. It's not necessarily the idea. It's the execution of the idea. And that was yeah. great. Right. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal, dude. Yeah. I just like I'm so like. My camera is messed up. Like I, I, have, I don't have my. I have no notes. I have nothing. I'm like so, yeah. Mentally, are, I could just see a you're a mess tonight. You're just a mess. <laughs> like, it was incredible. Like I, found, like as soon as they got to Peridia, right? 
Yep. I like physically moved forward on the bed where I was sitting <laughs> in my room watching, you know, like yep. in solitude, right? Yeah. Like move forward like this. <laughs> oh, I was like completely captivated. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I can't put my like finger on it. Obviously it's a different galaxy and it's supposed to feel different, but what, why did it feel so different? <laughs> was it like overcast? Have we seen overcast in Star Wars before? I really can't place why it felt like actually a different galaxy. I think I think Adam just left to go rewatch it. Um, there's <laughs> a I think there's a certain part of this of this show that Dave knows. I mean, this in in so many ways the Sabine stomping the rebel or stomping this like you know group of bandits who looked amazing by the way like incredibly mm. they almost looked Unreal. like uh sidon uh ithano one of the uh you know the red guys yes. Right, right, right. yes yes um so there there was certainly like some some love there from i i'm really interested to see how where some of these original designs were pulled from of course shout out to um brian matias and uh, doug chang and the incredible concept team behind this because you know, this is also probably just as much as dave's involved in this too um but this episode particularly like even setting up um you know the the whale bone uh graveyard yeah. which serves as the rings around peridia and like yeah, all of this so is good. like such uh and then getting there before the chimera comes like felt so vast like this is one where yeah. again i'm like I, I i know where the volume is mm -hmm. but i'm struggling to see it the same way that i've so easily noticed it before yeah. um yeah and this felt very like i remember thinking too um the night sisters have the bene Gesserit kind of style like you know we're kind of yes, I, yes. you know i i can see where maybe dave went back and and maybe him and george shared some uh, a reminder of why they loved Dune. It has a very Caladan kind of uh, so rightness, but you know what I mean. Like, um, there's just uh, this this episode did feel different, and simultaneously also hit so many beats that felt very Star Wars. Um, you know, as soon as as soon again, we do another fake out. Sabine throwing a little force action, and I'm like, now they're gonna <laughs> yeah. they're gonna do another fake out, right? Yep. And uh, then suddenly you see the two identifiable. Uh, you know, tractor or tractor beams or the the shield generators from the starter yep. store, and I was like, "Dude, we're back!" And then to see the Chimera yes. in its glory oh. and new stormtroopers, mm. I'm like, "Oh, troopers, dude, that's so oh cool. my god!" Mike, you were just talking about on Instagram about how you're in the process of making an OT um, stormtrooper right now, a yep. TK, yeah, and you're trying to talk yourself out of slash not at all talking yourself out of just making this version now one of these. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the night troopers. Uh, thank you to closed captioning, of course. Which, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I, I think we've gotten to that point where you, you almost have to just to kind of get a little, you get a couple more uh, little details in there. Highly recommended on for our reaction episodes because you get some names. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I was dying when 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 uh, Sabine met the little our new little turtle alien friends because it oh, just God, said so Lil Lil Naughty. I'm like, oh, that's Lil Naughty. <laughs> that, that was the closed caption just said yeah. little naughty i'm like yeah. oh little naughty's here sick yeah so, that was awesome and i did feel like there was certainly like there's something about uh I, I don't know if you want to call it the dark crystal you want to call it like maybe an ode to like jim henson or some of the way that the yes. old ot had that you know you you like what is what is it felt incredibly ewoky absolutely um, you know uh, uh leia being inquisitive about wicked and the whole like relationship of like i'm not gonna hurt you but 
come yep. a little close, right? And then you've got, of course, uh, you know, you've got Chewbacca and you've got like all these different, you know, things at play. I thought it was hilarious. The one little moment of, uh, you know, I guess comic relief when Sabine and Howler walk away from each other and then Howler like, yeah, comes back. So you I know? loved it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was no. waiting for it. And like, there's something about the pace of this show that allows for things like that. I was talking to Ryan from my band earlier about how the pace is a little slow for him. But I think sure. for those of us who, you know, watched four seasons of Rebels at just breakneck pace to fit into 22 minutes or whatever, this is like such a release and such a cool feeling. Right. So when she walked off screen, I was like, here it comes, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks <laughs> back <laughs> in frame. Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. It's like when I yell at Finn for eating the cat's food. Yeah. And he like immediately knows that he did something wrong. Yeah. And then he just starts to follow me like all like, oh, I'm good, right? <laughs> so getting, I mean, getting back to, you know, we have uh, Enoch uh, as the, uh, who has a very like, what would you call Destro. that? Destro from G.I. Joe. There you That's go. That's what his oh, face is, yeah. but gold yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would certainly say like, there's definitely kind of like a, uh, we've seen that similar look in, uh, you know, 300 or, you know, the, uh, mm -hmm. the Persian army or whatever that would be. There was certainly some samurai like, stuff like that as well. hundred percent, hundred percent. The Kabuki kind of masks. Yep. Um, and the interesting part about it is I believe, and I, God, I hope I, I do not, I do not screw this up, but I think that process of Japanese repair on ceramics or other things is i think it's called is it katsugi can we look that up uh mando pool guy in our uh our patreon discord chat right here uh here's a shot from wikipedia i assume uh kin sakori kin sakori okay uh, however you pronounce it and someone please do hyphen you know uh phonetically sound it out for me um but is the process of actually repairing something that's broken um almost highlighting its defects. Uh, and so oftentimes they'll use some kind of plating or something like that to actually fill in and repair something uh, to structurally repair it. So whether we're going to, I mean, you could see that that was that gold, which I love mm -hmm. that this is now a bad guy color, right? Because white and gold mm -hmm. were traditionally such a Jedi thing. Um, but you could see that all the way on the Chimera. So the Chimera was like yeah. seriously messed up. And to see those big patches of repair in that color uh, just gorgeous and then your traditional night sister red wraps around yes. the troopers i'm like mm -hmm. give me like i assume the character posters we're gonna get this week is gonna be thrawn yeah it's probably gonna be one of the night sisters it's obviously gonna be ezra but i'm like give me those details i want to see that yes. that high res shot for sure um and also you know the other thing too is like we've seen this theme before uh, because you've also seen when, um, you know, Kylo's mask, they repaired it kind of the same, the, you know, fill in the cracks and it's got kind of, it brings it new life. So um, this is certainly a theme that we have said before. Uh, but the fact that we've got origin references to Dathomir, we've got origin references to some of the Night Sisters. Um, the Night Sisters, dude, we saw Night Sisters in yeah. live action. Yes. They did classic. have names. I didn't recognize any of the names so in, the, in the, the credits. Names? They're in the credits. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell who was There's who. four people listed for the credits, and three of them are like weird names that, and they were all female actress names. So okay. um, I assume that they were the Night Sisters. Well, one of them was from Stargate. Uh, Ashley, what is it? Ashley Black or. Uh, hmm. Yeah, from, so like I think they probably went back and found some classic actors. You think there's anything to them being? Well, you mentioned there being the troopers, the night troopers being wrapped in mm -hmm. maroon or that red. You know, like you think there's some magic in that trooper uh, brigade that, there? 
Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say either like we've seen the res we've seen resurrected before, right? Um, even even uh, in the show, yeah, in Thrawn, Thrawn specifically like calls it out, right? Like I, Ahsoka was dead, and he's like, he's like, resurrection is something that the Night Sisters and the Jedi both know. So I, I yeah. think we could very well see this fleet of being almost like an undead uh, army of you know resurrected yes. troopers or something like that. I, I, and dude, that could call back to what was the the comic series with the zombie troopers? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it yeah, could yeah. be kind mm-hmm. of a. Right, yeah. homage That's, to that. Those the original Death Troopers before Death Troopers were a thing in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Julia in our chat says Claudia Black. You said Claudia Black. Oh, Claudia you said Black she's from yeah. from what show? Stargate. Stargate. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. So I, I mean, like, pretty awesome that we've expanded the lore and built upon old lore. And I think, like, in regards to like magic and all this kind of like you know more mystical stuff that's is going to be certainly something for star wars fans who who are completely unaware of this part of how hard george and dave brought us into traditional fantasy elements Mm -hmm. um it's really cool to know that like the universe goes far 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 away uh but it goes further Uh beyond into um you know parts that we don't know but we're getting to those points of origin now where it's like where did these things come from? Like, what is the story behind that? Like, could how far could we chase this back? So I think this episode, this episode, like, might have literally been one of the most important episodes uh, in Star Wars storytelling. Yeah. I'm saying, dude, yeah, we yeah. have crossed into com- a completely new land, literally and figuratively. I just, I could not be more stoked. Yep. How about the fact, I mean, just going back to the beginning, I was like, oh, new hyperspace. It's like colorful. Yes, yeah. totally different. Yeah. You know, like, is that just because they're going so fast or because they're a in a different place? Uh, or, Pergil, yeah. they're in a different place. Yeah. So I wondered that. I thought because the first glimpse of that we see is with the Pergil, you know, yep. with Ahsoka and Hu Yang in the ship inside. My immediate thought was, oh, wow, it's different for them. It Like, sure. an or- organic traveling through hyperspace is different. But then we saw the same thing with the Eye of Scion. So, right. It just has to be something about that that space, be, either the speed or the space between the galaxies mm-hmm. out there right. in dead space. Right. But it was beautiful. It, it reminded me of the um, the eye in Andor. Yeah, the eye of Aldani. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, all the the rebels like explosions were very colorful. You know, like in the animated series Rebels, mm. I feel like yeah, when yeah. they exploded, there was like a rainbow underneath there. It kind of reminded me of that. Right. Peyton P in the chat says Uber space. <laughs> Super, that's it's true. A, that's true. It's beyond hyperspace. It's uber space. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I think I mean really hyperspace plus this episode. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it, but like there were so many classic beats. This just felt like it had Filoni over someone's shoulder, which thank goodness for that. Um, I, I we got new stuff in here. All right, Nick. Toy collectors are gonna be very geeked about this episode because mm-hmm. we get a new Thrawn, we get new Night Sisters, we get new Troopers, we get uh, the Bandits. Who else we got? Obviously, Balin. We get Shin. Now, wait, wait. Let's talk about this, though, okay? A little naughty. Don't forget about a little <laughs> yeah, naughty. Yeah, we're going to get a three-pack of <laughs> naughties, right? Um, let's talk, oh, obviously, Ezra Bridger um, in traditional Peridia garment, right? Because, you know, we got to get a couple of... Rich. With the cowboy boots or whatever the hell he had Yo, on? Those were kind of... I mean, you're kicking boots, man. Those were kind of... a little <laughs> spicy there. Um, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about like Shin and Balin. Like there was there was some development there. Oh, that, yes. Like, what was Balin? Balin was talking about a greater like evil, right? Right. Like even more so than Thrawn, Thrawn. or the Night Sisters. So. Well, the idea of like the the turbulent kind of uh, 
wash, rinse, repeat mm-hmm. cyclical nature of the light and dark mm-hmm. side, right. Sith and Jedi. Yeah. I think he's saying that that back and forth is not even balanced. That's that's like a source of evil. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. Right. You know, that that conflict. That's the vibe I got. I don't know. The the interesting part about it is he's just like the em- the Jedi, the Empire, right? The difference of what that could be. Do you, like he obviously had, he said I I made you something far greater mm-hmm. than a Padawan to Shin, right? And also, and and stop. What did he refer to Ezra as? One trained in the wild. He called it uh, Bakken. B o k k e n. Yeah, a n I think. B o k k a n. So like in Japanese, that's Boken. Mm-hmm. There's like a an extended K sound, Boken kind of thing. That's the 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 sword, right? A Boken, a Boken. It's the tr- it's a training sword. So you do you think in his in his sense, like he was saying, he's a Boken mm-hmm. Jedi, as if obviously he's kind of like a fake Jedi because he wasn't trained traditional. Well, he wasn't trained in the Order, which he mentioned too. You know, he I think yeah, Bakken in this, from what I got from that, was saying he was trained outside of the Order after the Order, and you know wasn't a part of the order. So maybe that in this scenario. Yeah. So Boken's like a very like primitive weapon tool, mm-hmm. training sure. weapon. Right. So I can see how that means like he's only a Jedi in practice, basically. Like he hasn't or been. Or like it's not like a sophisticated type of training like, you know, in the you know, on Coruscant in the in the temple. It's like sure. out there with sticks. Yeah. Training mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Right. Okay. So like a simulator, like a simulator fighter pilot. <laughs> right. Maybe. You know, um, but what's interesting about that is like, certainly, um, I think that there's something there about either that Balin is <clears throat> the fact that the, you know, Balin's got something going on here, right? So whatever, whatever he's getting at almost kind of looks like he's, what's interesting is like, it's almost seems like he played, I don't want to say played, but like certainly calls Thrawn what he is, which he thinks is like, he's the next warlord to just take the throne for right now. Right. If that's what, mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. he thinks about it. So like for him to still want to take out Sabine and Ezra, is that still him? But, but then at the same time respects, like he thought that he killed J- Ahsoka too. And so is he tapping more into the dark side versus do you know what I mean? Like he's not working. I don't think he see. I don't think he sees it as binary as that. I think that is his big his big problem with the whole thing. Right. Yeah. I think. Well, he's he's saying things like he's got a greater purpose and he's thinking outside of the like yeah the binary. You know, like right. the Jedi and Sith. Like I think he's thinking bigger. Yeah. So what could that be? That's what I'm saying. Like that that was really interesting where he. I don't think he was referring to Thrawn when he said there was a there was like a greater evil like stirring out there or something like that. So well, and two, like let's think about this like Shin kind of also being this is she like a Bakken Sith? You know what I mean? Like in that regard of like you know she's she's and and again like she got her lightsaber somehow. Hu Yang didn't know where her lightsaber came from. Like there's a lot of similarities in that regard. I, I don't know. Like yeah, but. I, I really think it is the idea is that like he wants the war to start to just level the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, he's. I think he's referenced that before, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he or he said something like, I think Ahsoka in the last episode or maybe episode four said something about starting a war, and and he was just like, I'm not starting a war. Thrawn is going to start the war. Yeah. So he really does just want kind of. An everyone to, to fight while he's over here doing whatever. Right, right, right. And then like the 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 void or the um 
the space left unoccupied once everything is leveled. My interpretation is like that that's the opportunity for like a greater power than anyone mm-hmm. can imagine, like he keeps talking about, you know? But what could that be? I mean, just their access to the force, like their ability yeah. to like achieve some greater connection to the force. I'm not just thinking out loud here. In the absence of this push and pull, constant wash, rinse, repeat of the Jedi and the Sith. Mm-hmm. He called it the Empire, but, you know, light and dark. Yeah. Hey, everyone. We want to take a moment to tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, Roosevelt. You may know Roosevelt as the company who makes those rad all over print button downs with just about every franchise that you love. They, of course, have Star Wars, because this is a Star Wars podcast, but they also have Harry Potter, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, NASA, WWE, The Office, Nickelodeon, Rick and Morty, Friends, all kinds of other stuff, including new lines from Yellowstone and The Godfather. And not just button downs, but t-shirts, they do shorts, jackets, hoodies, koozies, flannels, so many different kinds of items, so many dope designs. So if you're interested in picking something up for the first time, go to rsvlts.com and use promo code THANKTHEMAKER with no spaces to get 20% off your first purchase. Once again, that's rsvlts.com. Use promo code THANKTHEMAKER to get 20% off of your first purchase. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, what's so interesting is that this storytelling, I said it in what you, Adam, you posted our bingo cards mm-hmm. today. And I looked at all the rest of my like remaining unchecked uh like predictions. And I'm like, none of this is going to happen. This yeah. story is already so far, like, I want to say off the tracks, but it's not off the tracks. It's on a different track. Like this, the way this story is rolling out has our familiar characters and an absolutely different story than, yes. you know, this is why you don't speculate, speculate and have fun. But these people are writing it and not, it's not a puzzle to be figured out. You know, like Filoni is not being like, well, let me do this. And then people figure this out or whatever. It's, right. this is a completely different story that is going to set Star Wars up. Like you're saying, I think for the future, you know, and I, I, I think that is so insane because it also feels again the execution is so good so exciting the characters are great thrawn was amazing you could tell that being a face actor now um the voice and delivery was a little different but it was mostly there right and then hey sabine and ezra like ezra dead on dead on the voice voice. yeah what sabine we already covered dead on yeah. Ezra and Sabine together now. I'm like, this that's Sabine and Ezra. This is insane. Yes. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to my Persian, my Persian brother. There you go. Ezra. Who, who do you think has more body hair? Ooh. Oh, definitely me. See, yeah. my thing yeah. is is that I'm I've Persian and great. Italian. So I have two True. kinds of hair. Oh, my nice. hair has hair. <laughs> nice. You have like your coat and your undercoat. Yeah. Just yeah. like a that, thousand, thousand percent. There's like a drier <laughs> hair, and then there's also more of like an oily Mediterranean hair. Which you, is really you're nice. not far off. Because yeah. anytime I've had to like shave to get tattooed, I'm like Every place that there's like a hair follicle, there's like two or three. I'm like, well, okay. 
Nice. There's like two or three little hairs coming out of every single one hair follicle. All right. And I do want to let people know this is why they subscribe to Thinkmaker is for, for stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, body, this body hair analysis. Hey, yeah, don't ever be stuff. hairy if you could just – it's really itchy. Just sure. saying. Sure, sure. <laughs> I get that. Um, I'm trying to think really of – I think there's certainly like what this uh, – Man, I'm like I'm stumbling over my words because I'm so excited about rewatching yes. this. Episode. But I think yeah, too, hurry up so I could go watch again. I know, I know. <laughs> the the part of the part of getting at looking at what are we done? We're, we're done. Do because <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, thanks for uh, Patreon liking, everyone. subscribing. See you next week. <laughs> the part of that I think that we're interested in for all of us certainly is like looking at what the next because we only have how many two episodes left? Three episodes? Two episodes? Yeah, two. Oh God. We do. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. We're closing in, right? So like the part of me that's going like Thrawn getting back to the core worlds, which is what it, it seems like is his end game to be able to get back, right? He's leading up to that. Ahsoka's on her way. The next two episodes, the penultimate episode, like is it going to be that Thrawn is going to succeed in getting back to the core worlds, right? But then this other part that's really interesting is that like what, how do we do an entire season two, assuming because the show seems to be crushing. Yeah. How do we do a season two of showing Thrawn's plan, his control over the galaxy, his heir to the empire? Like, what does that look like? And season two, I'm like, I can't believe how much we got in with this and that we're going to get Ezra in the next episode. Like he's going to be a character in the next episode. I'm like, yes, it's going to be insane. I, God, there's so much to say. Um, question. Before Thrawn said, you know, the thing about latest intel on Ezra Bridger's location and so on and so forth, were you wondering if old Goldface was Ezra? Yeah. You know, we talked about a compromised sure, Ezra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just waiting for a voice. Um, yeah. But then when we finally saw him, man, like, again, dead on everything, just like completely nailed. Like, not, it's tougher with some of the alien species. Like, even, you know, the first time we saw Rosario, it was, you know, kind of like, Rosario cosplaying as Ahsoka, right? You know, similar vibes with Hera, but there's just something about Sabine and Ezra, like you guys are saying, that the casting's great, the acting's great, they've done their homework, and I just, I don't know, I've never these past two episodes, I've never been more like it's been a long time since I've like fully given in to the story and been completely uh, like whatever the complete opposite of those moments where you're taken out, like sure. Even like last episode with the de-aging on, on Hayden in, in the flashbacks, completely forgot that he was not exactly the age <laughs> I was looking at for like the full scene. And then yeah. it snapped back. was like, oh my God, yeah, I yeah. haven't even thought about it's it perfect. for yeah. 10 minutes, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It just like, I'm, I'm just, I'm so, so happy and proud. And I feel so lucky like that we, we have these people giving us these stories. Hey, what were those bodies, by the way? Those were caskets, right? Like they're in, they said, we're going to the catacombs. And they were floating those those caskets. Um, what show were you watching? No. Oh, <laughs> right. The chat is about to blow up because people are going to agree with me for sure. <laughs> yeah, they, they were they bringing like where? the levitating kind of caskets. Yeah. Yeah. What's in? Are those? They could be. He said the troopers were dwindling. Like their numbers were dwindling. They could just be yeah. dead troopers. That seems rather ritualistic. Speaking of that, did I? I don't know if I said earlier that statement by Thrawn. I think just supports the idea that they're they're reanimating with magic. The mm -hmm. well, these dead troopers numbers are dwindling. They can only do so much. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, 
I, I think if there's something there, I mean, the thing that's interesting too is that they called them the mothers too of the mm-hmm. Night Sisters, right? Yes. So like, so I thought that was interesting because it wasn't like it's almost like that mother as a term is more for like high council or a yes. like a right. So like there isn't it's like a rank in a way. Yeah, like Mother Talzin was like the queen bee of, but like I think at some point we had all assumed that like she was the main the main witch, right? The one, yeah. She died, but it's like now it kind of opens up the idea that like there there is no pope. Like Yeah. Like so I went I, I went back and immediately like started trying to find images of Mother Tales and yep. read her Wikipedia article and forgot about how the whole death went down and everything. And I was trying to match up the makeup and reading a thing about, you know, her specific coven on Dathomir. Yeah ending when she died sure 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 and that just that one statement you know referring to that group as a coven got it so she's a powerful witch but that yeah yeah so she's that was right so like my prediction that she would show up is kind of moot because she it's not like she's the yoda of the group she's just one of many so it's not like she needs to show up they're all you know in theory as powerful as as each other right i ooh, i I liked that. As soon as they, as soon as they walked up, I saw that red. I was oh, like, "So good!" That and the is score, sick. dude, with the organs mm. and shit, like yeah. the sound design on this yeah. one, bro. That almost like that voice that like you can hear clearly, but you're not sure which direction it comes from. I'm like, "Yes, yep, amazing." And also, Nick, like you know, we're talking about witches. We're talking about turtle people. All <laughs> this kind of stuff. All I could think the whole time was. This is exactly what Nick always talks about. Loving when Star Wars is weird. Yeah. But they're they're pulling it off in a way that I hope everyone is accepting just the same way everyone accepted all the bizarre shit in the original trilogy. Because it yeah, feels I mean, like original trilogy, modernized, uh, all in the same uh, spirit, you know? Yeah. In general, I mean, when I when I dip my my toe in the devil's water and read some comments, you know, when Star Wars official posts about Ahsoka, mm-hmm. I'm like... This is going really well because it's really hard to find haters. They exist for sure, yeah. but this is going really well. Um, these these sort of you know things again come back to execution, and you're gonna have people who don't like it for whatever reason. But you drawing parallels to like if you like Leia meeting an Ewok, then why mm-hmm. wouldn't you like, like Sabine meeting Lil Naughty? You know, right. like it's yeah. it's the same. Could were those. Were they all wearing like rock backpacks or is that a part of their actual? I interpreted it like they're like snails. Like they have those yeah. extended eyes. Yeah. Those Same. are, those are like exoskeletons. Like, you know, yeah, part you, of their biology. Mm-hmm. Do you know that and different with snails and other animals like that, but like turtles and tortoises, that's an extension of their spine. Yeah, like their yeah. spine is, it's all, it's not their house. It's an exospine in a way. Yeah. Right. It's not just right. a, yeah. But uh I, I mean even the execution there of Lil Nadi seeing the the her pauldron, the Jedi symbol, and then him showing yes. it, I'm like, that's that's brilliant. That's such right. a good way to to because there was a language barrier there for them to connect mm-hmm. that way. Uh so so good. For them to connect that, it's like obviously Ezra has pr- probably protected them 
or done something that he's like, you know, here, take this as like a sign of my trust with you or something like that, which we might get that. But like, he seems to understand, like, you know, he's like, Hey, they don't stay in a place too long. And he, he clearly understands them and speaks their language. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. like there's, there's some definite, like, I, I'm sure we're going to get some exposition next week. Um, I'm cracking up because Ryan key is texting our group right now. And he's like, what's in the <laughs> coffins? Oh, yeah, what's going on here? Right. Like, yeah. Um, which is amazing. See the coffins, guys. Okay. Get ready for the Dune monologue tomorrow night. Oh, 100%. <laughs> From Ranky. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dude, it's a ruckus. Um, the, uh, I, I think really what it is for me is like that it goes back to all the things that we've loved. Like this show to me, especially this episode, has combined so many things that remind me how in love with Star Wars I am. And when I don't think about it too much, I, f- I remember how awesome all of this stuff is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he just said the Leia Wicket scene, Ryan Key. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, it's just not that any of us need reigniting of anything, right? In, in our love for Star Wars. But this just like, you know, whatever stress you have in the day, like even getting ready to do this, I was complaining and being grumpy as hell about the amount of time we have between air and going live. And as soon as we start talking, I'm just like, I don't know. Listen to me. Look at my face. Look, look, look <laughs> at us. Like, it's just so energizing to feel something this fresh and something that harkens back to the stuff we love so well, so elegantly. Right. It's just a damn masterclass. This whole series, I'm just so thankful. Again, so thankful. I mean, just yeah. think about this year in general and or mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was totally fresh and amazing. And now we're getting this, which is, is this not the magical yet adult Star Wars that we want. Absolutely. You know, like this is this is what, you know, when we were watching Andor, I keep saying, I feel like I've been talking about Andor recently a bunch. And I was like, yeah, I loved it. It was perfect, but it wasn't fun. I had I was like miserable <laughs> yeah. watching it, but that was the intended purpose, you know? Yeah. And now this is like an advanced class in what Star Wars is. It's clearly like there's no child, you know, like there, this isn't for kids. Not that they can't right. watch it, but it's not so like ham-fisted, like, oh, we have to have this for the seven-year-olds out there. It's like, no, this is from episode one. It's just been picking up where Rebels left off, and now it's just full-on and uh, a grown adult like Star Wars watching like fan is enjoying this and it's yeah. still fun though you still get lightsabers and you still have bad guys good guys like all this stuff it's like really i think it it's a shame for all of those haters out there who have been hating since force awakens to probably have written off a lot of stuff and they're not enjoying this now or maybe they're enjoying it but their per- whole personality is that they hate star wars and they're probably oh, like, yeah damn it. they committed to the bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it really is what we until this kind of considered the Mandalorian that 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 great mix of classic, you know, made for kids but older, you know, throwing back to Star Wars and right. and the fun, you know, the seriousness and the fun. But this just uh, not to diminish the Mandalorian whatsoever because it's incredible, but this is the epitome of what we're talking about, what you're right. describing, right. Nick. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Crushing it. And there's there's a part of it where I think like. And, and and going back on it constructively, of course, like I think you could s- clearly see, um, especially in the last season of Mandalorian, that they filmed these two shows very congruently, almost like 
like right behind each other, right? Um, mm-hmm. You could see, I feel like looking at this show, comparing it to Mandalorian the previous seasons, this is where Dave's focus has been, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, it just, and, and this is like, you can be frustrated with, uh, you, know, a, a cor- you know, a corporate demand of going, we need content for our streaming service, whatever you want to say. But like, you can clearly see that I think, in my opinion, this has really sealed it, that Dave is truly the... Uh-oh. Oh, no. Mike. Wrong episode for this to happen on. Mike dropped out. Mike's in the world between worlds. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, just to pick up on what he's saying, though, I mean, that's, I feel like that's possible. It still seems so kind of, I don't know, whack to me that like other series that he worked on would suffer because he's working on this, you know, like it, I, it's kind of, it's kind of a bummer if that is the case. I could see that argument being real, though. Only so many hours in a day. Yeah. Am I in? There you, are. Yeah. there you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did you say, Nick? What did I miss? I was just saying, I think I, what you're getting at is that if Filoni's, you know, mind and energy was elsewhere and on this, and that made Mando season three lack a little bit, then that's just kind of a bummer, you know, like that, that it, a lot of it does depend on him kind of, you well, know, but, but I think, I think it's cause he understands the secret sauce of understanding mm-hmm. that like, you know, that we can't make Mandalorian, uh, you know, a big war epic. And we have to also have this like layer of, of things that stir our imagination and, and do all that. And I think I, and again, it's not a criticism because like we could see it very clearly when Dave Filoni is not involved um, you know, then you end up getting a show like Andor, which like you said, Nick is like almost like a night and day. day. Like I, I cannot picture, uh, the, the naughty little naughty walking around the streets mm. of Ferrix. You know what I mean? I just can't see I thought it, the right? exact same thing, dude. Exact same right. thing. Right. So like there is that, there is that difference in that balance of being like, when we think of Star Wars, it is Ewoks, right? Like we can all say, mm-hmm. and the haters were frustrated about the Ewoks when that came out. Right. And when you look at the the core of what has made this franchise, what it is, it's always been about combining fantastical elements with the idea of, you know, good versus bad and, and a, an expansive world that makes us curious about it. And this episode, especially under Filoni's direction as the showrunner of this whole thing uh i think this just goes to show like it's feloni's world and i want to live in it (laughs) so well i think something we uh, we can safely assume is that feloni is now in a place where i I forgot what his official title is but he is he's the heir apparent to to george lucas his hands executive creative or whatever yeah his hands if available are on everything but being so integral to telling the story this being his story he's directing some of the episodes he's writing the whole thing during this time period he just literally doesn't have enough time or energy to be present in the other things so maybe it will shift back and i I think they're going to look at the success of this and the feedback and i don't know i don't i don't want to like praise the dude like a god but he (laughs) he is like George's apprentice doing George's work, carrying this into this new era. And he rightfully should be engaged in everything if, Mm -hmm. if he can be. One thing I wanted to say, not to totally switch those, uh, what did we call them? Like the Marauders, that Sabine fought, whatever we were calling them. Yeah, the Raiders or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, the Raiders. At first, especially the guy who had the the helmet that went this way, Mm -hmm. I was like, 
is it possible that these are like Nile from like the High nice. Republic? High Republic, yeah, yeah. Because because like Marquion Rose, like yeah. oh yeah, if you could see, you know, like yeah. that's that. I don't think it is, but. Then I'm like, but then now there's like a bunch of gold. And I'm like, gold is like a very high republic thing. Right. It's right. like, damn, I don't know. Right. Again, this is, it's just dumb to speculate, but hey. You, you, you meant to say it's fun to speculate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think too, like, I, I mean, I'm just looking at this. I'm like, I think we're all like celebrating the idea. Like, cause I'm just cracking up that like Ryan's over here, like experiencing the show. And he, as we're talking <laughs> to it, he's like, can you believe this is happening? And I'm also looking at our YouTube as well. And I'm seeing people just like so geeked on this episode. And I love that like our chat is blowing up and there's people following along with it. Um, and I, I guess too, we've also talked about it as well because I see every time there seems to be a hammer episode, morons on the inter internet decide that they need to be mm -hmm. chatty and they go, they really need a fire Kathleen cut of that. need to give it to Dave. <laughs> so let me also remind you very quickly in the corporate world, uh, you are, if you, Dave is exactly where he needs to be as a creative person. thing yes. we can't do, right. Is, is cut him out and put him in financial meetings. Again, it is exactly where he needs to do. So let Thank the Maker be the show that tells you you're an idiot if you think that you need to fire Kathleen. I mean, it just also, it shows that they don't know what they're talking about. Not that we think that they do, that they, like, they think that Kathleen Kennedy is at a desk. Like, all right, so Ahsoka is gonna, you know, like, what? Like, come on. They're like, they're like, hey, um. Like she's writing this shit. Yeah. yeah, they're like, they're like, we're trying to figure out, like, where, if we can loan ILM out for, like, the next six Marvel shows. And she's like, hang on, I'm trying to figure out what the what the color of the mask is going to look yeah. like. Um, so you guys are going to have to come back. We can figure out what to do with Indiana Jones next year because I'm really trying to dial in Thrawn's uh, chin yeah. and make sure everything's fine. So you know, yeah. I just so I, I just go to go to YouTube and and search what does an executive producer do? Sure. What start there? What does the president of a film studio do? Just do do some homework, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we should probably, uh, we should cut this out because um, we're going to go deep tomorrow, deep dive tomorrow, um, streaming or probably around the same time, nine-ish central, I would assume. We have a lot of feelings. Uh, we have to make space for um, for Ryan Key's Dune TED Talk. Sure. So um, right. let's wrap this thing up. Do you need a reaction for the for the thumbnail? Is that good? Yep, that'll do. Okay, got it. it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Uh, we need to remind you. To press uh, the subscribe button, like, do, do all the things. Also, uh, Mosh Eisley, New York, New York Comic Con. This is October 14th. Tickets are on sale. It's going to be awesome. Go buy them. That's all I have to say about that. It's going to be the best party you've ever been to if you've never been. If you have been, it might still be. Who knows? It's going to be great. MoshEisley.com. And if you know a nerd in New York, even if they're not going to New York Comic Con, if you know a nerd in New York, let them know. Yeah, yeah. it's at Gramercy Theater. It's it's not in the con, so you don't need a con ticket to go to it. It's just a party. It happens to be associated with the con. It's adjacent to the con. We'll say it that way. Question. Yes, Mike? What do we do about next week? Oh, I, I was going to mention this. I think we should watch it on the Halcyon. We're going to be on the Galactic Star Cruiser, everyone. Mm -hmm. We should watch oh it together on there. And the four of us in the room should podcast and stream live from the Halcyon. Bingo. Absolutely. Someone, please. We have multiple streams going on right now. I need to hear Discord's thought on that. I need to hear YouTube's thought on that. Should we do it? Should we just do yeah, it live? I'll bring, absolutely. The, I'll bring the roadcaster and everything. We'll do it right. Yeah. We absolutely have to do that. Plus, correct me if I'm wrong, Disney Plus is on the TV, right? Didn't we watch? We were watching Star Wars 
I wasn't on Earth then. I don't know. <laughs> we were watching Star Wars like when we were in the room. All right. Yeah. Okay. So so we have to leave the sublight lounge. You're going to have to drag us our, ourselves out of there, right? And then we're all going to get a bunch of blue milk. I'll probably get a, uh, a w w what's the M Mustafarian lava? I'll probably get one yeah. of those. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy the most expensive mm -hmm. drink just for the show. 100%. We'll do that. And then we'll watch the show, react live, lose ourselves, and then go right back to the sublight lounge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To spec to talk about all the stuff that we just talked about on the pod. I'm just that's what we're gonna do, right? Yeah, no editing or anything. I'm just gonna put it up. We're it's probably just gonna be one episode next week. There's too much going on. We're gonna be in space, folks. Okay. So just mm -hmm. cut us a little slack. <laughs> Brent Hobart on YouTube goes, You guys better ask Sarah first. It's true. <laughs> uh somebody asked mom. Yeah. So we're gonna go <laughs> live from the Galactic Star Cruiser, live from um hyperspace, most likely. Oh my god. It's gonna be great. I don't know if that, I'm going to search YouTube and see if anyone else has live streamed from the Halcyon a, a reaction to a show. Probably not. Let's just say we're the first. We'll, we'll say we're the first and last. Mm -hmm. We'll be the last. I'm going to see if Wraith Cole wants to come back and watch it with us. He's going to be like, what is all this? It seems like a, from a different time. Be like, buddy, <laughs> you're looking into your future here. What Galactic News Network is this? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out of here. Um, Follow us on socials, do the whole thing. MoshIsley.com. Like, subscribe, press the thing. Dudes, I love you. Thanks for being here. Patrons, thanks for being with us. And until tomorrow, may the force be with you. If you enjoy Thank the Maker, you can support us by following and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or you can support us directly at patreon.com slash thankthemakerpod where you can get access to our Discord server, exclusive content, exclusive merch, our recording live stream, and more. Our patrons quite literally make Thank the Maker possible. <laughs>